Good morning, this is Rob McDougall with Zank Financial here today with your weekly economic update. Today is Monday, April 10th, 2023. So last week in terms of economic data, kind of a light calendar. We only had three data points of note. All three, though, were suggestive of a slowing economy. So we here at Zank Financial, we do believe that the Fed fund increases that we've seen over the last year are increasingly impacting the U.S. economy. I think you'll see that through the economic data that we show and the expectations for next week's or this week's data. Uh, while we had some data that was interesting last week, I think the most important economic data point last week was the OPEC announcement, which was early in the week. I think it was Monday. But OPEC Plus announced a reduction in production of over about 1.2 million barrels a day. So that's unfortunate for us, of course, uh, with gas prices and the Fed's fight on inflation. We'll see how that plays out, but definitely not a positive data point. Uh, in fact, last week, that announcement alone drove uh, oil prices up 6.5%. So in terms of economic data points I hit last week, on Wednesday we had the ISM Manufacturing Index. We've mentioned this the last couple of times. It's pretty clear the manufacturing sector here in the U.S. is uh, slowing to slash recessionary levels in that uh, the index last month came out, month of March, came out at 46.3. Consensus was 47.5 always mentioned that this is scaled to 50, so anything above 50 is expansion, below is contraction. So this is now the fifth month in a row that that index has been below 50, and it's now at 46.3. So the same day we got that, we got the ISM non-manufacturing or service. This was disappointing. So services have held up extremely well. Then we had a data point in December that seemed to be an aberration. It was below 50 and it came right back up in January. But for the month of March, also it came in low, not below 50, but it came in at 51.2, and the expectations were 54.5. So that's a second downside surprise that we've had in the last four months, so definitely bears watching. On Friday, we did get the non-farm payroll numbers. They came in pretty much as expected. 236,000 expectation was 239, so employment remains solid. So based on all that last week, the expectations now of a Fed fund rate increase, the next meeting is May 3rd, uh, so that probability of an increase did increase uh, last week from 58% the prior week up to 69.3% at the end of last week, so almost a three-quarters uh, percent probability that the Fed will increase by another 25 basis points during that uh, May 3rd meeting. However, the expectations still by investors are that uh, the economy is look like it is slowing enough that the Fed will be forced to start cutting rates at some point this year. So now if we look at the December Fed funds future market, there is an 87% probability built in that the Fed will have to cut rates at least one time from the current level, not from that level on May 3rd, whatever that is. So expectation, 87% of a rate cut from where we're at right now by the end of the year. Also last week, in terms of an economic data point, we always or often mention the GDP expectations. 
that the Atlanta Federal Reserve Bank puts out, uh, they've been decreasing theirs now. They've gone up nicely, seemingly all quarter, kept getting stronger. Last couple of weeks, they've been bringing it down. So two weeks ago, the Atlanta Federal Reserve expected GDP growth for the first quarter of 3.5%, which would be very strong. Two weeks ago, they dropped that down to 2.5%. Last week, another cut. They took it down to 1.5%. So that's our most recent expectation or or uh, thought of what the first quarter GDP might have ended here in the U.S. In terms of inflation expectations, given what we've already talked about, uh, the, the inflation expectations actually dropped a little bit last week. We look at the 10-year, 10-year Treasury minus the 10-year tips. That fell a little bit. Uh, prior week, it was at 2.32% expectation inflation next 10 years. Last week, Friday, it was at 2.25%. So the last uh, thing we'll look at before uh, looking at index returns, just talk about S&P earnings, because that's going to be a huge driver to stock market returns for the rest of the year. Uh, the first quarter returns are going to start off this week. Always starts off with the large banks reporting. So we're going to start seeing Money Center Bank reports later this week. The expectation for EPS growth uh, for the first quarter has been falling for weeks. So the consensus uh, just a few weeks ago had been nearly, it was negative, but let's call it negative 2%. Now the consensus expectation is S&P earnings growth for the first quarter, 2023, will drop 7.5% from the prior year. And now the full-year forecast for 2023 is for only a 1.1% increase. Uh, data point we got last week in terms of S&P earnings, particularly for the first quarter, were the number of pre-announcements. So we had 78 pre-announcements in total of first quarter 2023 earnings to the downside. And that 78 is the highest level that we've had going into the earnings cycle uh, since the third quarter uh, of 2019. So uh, we'll segue to market returns. Uh, U.S. equities last week, with all that negative news, actually uh, mixed slight downward bias, but the S&P 500 last week, flat on the week. I'll mention that the Russell 2000 index, that's a small cap index, that got hit kind of hard. That was down 2.8% last week. And U.S. growth also was down. Now, it's been the star performer year-to-date, but U.S. growth had a tough week. They were down 1.7%, and conversely, U.S. value, which we like better, uh, was a positive 0.3. So for international returns, we always uh, cite the MSC, uh, MSCI World X U.S. Index. That was up nicely last week, uh, despite the U.S. being mixed to down. Uh, that MSCI World XUS index was a positive 0.5%. And lastly, fixed income rallied last week. Bloomberg Aggregate Index was um, up 1.1% and is now up 4.1% for the year. For the coming week in terms of economic releases, inflation, inflation, inflation. So we'll get four inflation measurements, uh, and then on Friday we're going to get retail sales and consumer sentiment. So the starting off uh, on Wednesday, we're going to see the CPI for March, Consumer Price Index. That's expected to continue to improve. The month-over-month increase is expected to be 0.3%. That was 
0.4% uh, in the month of February. It was 0.5% in the month of January. So nice trend there. Uh, CPI core, likewise, that's expected to be lower than it was last month. The expectation is for the month of March, a 0.4% month-over-month increase. For the prior month, that was a positive 0.5%. On Thursday, producer price index and producer price core uh, for the month of March, the expectation for a producer price index is an increase of 0.1%. So this is up a little bit from prior month, from February. Uh, February was surprisingly weak. That came in at a negative 0.1. So again, the March expectation is a positive 0.1 increase. And CPI core, same thing in February. That was flat month over month, but the expectation is it's going to be up 0.2% for the month of March. Retail sales coming on Friday. Uh, this is expected to be weak. Again, that thesis that we're definitely seeing some slowing in the U.S. economy. So the expectation for retail sales is a negative 4% month over month. Uh, that's the same thing we had in February, and those two would be following a very strong January, which is a positive 3.2. So this paints a picture, I think, of uh, we've mentioned slowing U.S. economic growth. And in terms of the first quarter, it was definitely front-end loaded. Things looked good early in the quarter. Seems to have deteriorated as the uh, quarter has going on. On Friday, the retail sales ex-auto, that's also expected to be negative, a negative 0.4. That was that would be worse than it was in February, which is a negative 0.1, and down considerably from an almost 3% increase in January. So again, economic activity, we believe, definitely slowing. Uh, last thing that we'll see this week, uh, on Friday, University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment for April be very interesting. They're actually expecting a slight increase. Uh, last month was 62.7. That was the month of March. April reading, expectation is a 62.7. So that's it for the economic update for this week. Thank you very much for your attendance. We'd love to see you next week. Thank you.